Welcome, everybody, to Radio Arizona RV. Today we're doing episode 18. This is going to be about treating your rubber roof. We're wrapping up a three-part series here about rubber roof maintenance, how to treat it, to clean it, to repair it. You know, there's a lot of things to a rubber roof, but it's not that complicated as I've already discussed. But today we're going to talk about treating it. And we're and I break it up into these smaller podcasts so you don't have to sit here for 30 minutes listening to something maybe you don't want to or 40 minutes or an hour. Try to just keep it simple so you can listen to it if you want to listen to the next one. And that's kind of the 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 theory we have is making it simple, keeping them short and sweet and to the point. Treating the rubber roof, it's pretty easy. It's not a complicated task. So what you're you're going to do is you've already inspected your rubber roof, you've cleaned it, and now what you want to do before you treat it is to do any repairs that you need to do. If there's some some lap sealant that needs to be put down, maybe around uh, rack stanchions, around roof vents, plumbing vents, where it's starting to crack, you know, the sealant that's around those items, cracking, peeling. So you want to go ahead and do that first before you treat the roof. Get that out of the way and then clean up anything you might need to when you're all done. And generally that stuff's small. Those are minor repairs. You know, replacing a complete roof vent is a little bit larger, but you know, you it's still, you can do it, but do it before you treat the rubber roof. And there's a reason why you want to treat the roof after everything's the way you want it to be. And all your vents treat or the, uh, the sealant, everything's in place and it's ready to go. So you've washed the roof, now you've repaired the roof, and you've done any spot cleaning that you need to do, maybe some footprints or some around uh, the vents, maybe made a little bit of a mess, clean that up. And then you're going to want to get a rubber roof treatment. You know, there's many of them out there, but the main thing is that you choose one that's safe for the rubber roof, that it doesn't have citric acids in it, it doesn't have petroleum dilistates. These things can ruin your roof. So don't use anything containing that. And just because the label says it's safe for rubber roofs, check it anyways. You know, the more major brands like Protect All, Best RV Products, Dicor, their products are generally safe. Now, I've become a fan of Dicor for several reasons. They have products that all work together. They're in the rubber roof business. And when you use products that are specifically designed for that and have an understanding of how the roof is made, these products sometimes work better. And I'm usually not a, a big fan of, you know, promoting a company where you're stuck with their products, proprietary type products, but you can use others. But I just feel that the Dicor family has a, a good set of products for a rubber roof, you know, from the membrane all the way down to the treatment. In fact, their treatment is kind of cool because you can use it on other things, and I'm sure you could do that with some of the other brands like Protect All or Best RV, their rubber roof treatments. You know, mainly for the rubber roof, but you can use it on outdoor furniture, life jackets, you know, parts of your boat, places where, you know, slip, you wouldn't want to use it in a bathtub or a shower because that's a slippery surface and it could make it worse. But nonetheless, it's a good product. It's a good brand. They have an ex excellent reputation in the RV industry. I mean, it's a spotless reputation. So go with what's good, but you might have a favorite brand. So, or you can't get this at your local RV store. So that's fine. You know, and I believe in shopping local, you know, sometimes you don't have an RV store nearby and you have to order it over the internet and go for it. Ever how you get it, just get the product that's made for your roof. So after you've done all the cleaning, all the repairs, you're going to want to climb up on the roof with your 
either a, a spray bottle of Dicor's product, which is called Roof Guard, or you can do it with a sponge mop. You know, just get a quart of it. You can put it in a, a pan and just mop it on. And just do small sections. You don't try to do a big giant section. Just work your way around the roof, maybe in three by three foot sections or four by four foot sections. And you're going to put it on liberally. You know, just wipe it on. And, you know, basically you're just going to spray it on or wipe it on and, and wipe off almost like you're armor rolling the dash. And that's not an endorsement for armor all, believe me. It's the process. It's the verb. People understand what that means. Armor all your dash. And that's the, the, that's what you want to do. And a court will cover, you know, a gigantic area. A court will do about a 40 foot RV, the roof of a 40 foot RV. So you don't have to buy gallons of this stuff buy what you need for the task at hand. So after you've treated it, basically there's nothing else to do. You're done with your rubber roof. It's time to get off that roof and enjoy the rest of the day. But you're going to have to get back up there again. Now, Dicor recommends doing it every three to five weeks. Which, if you're in a certain area where you're not going to have a lot of dirt and build up on the roof, so you don't have to wash it and you can get up there and do it, maybe. I don't really see that. Now, I'm arguing with the experts here, right? But that's a lot of work every three to five weeks. And if you have buildup on there, what are you doing? Just moving the dirt around? You know, that might just be the case. It might be more work because you have so much dirt built up on it. And even areas that aren't like here in the desert, you know, you could be in the coastal area. You, know, you get mold or, uh, excuse me, dew every night, you know, the moisture, then any dust during the day, kind of, you know, create kind of a mud layer as you start spraying it on and trying to do this. So I recommend just whenever you clean your RV. And I would say at least twice a year. And most people clean their RVs more than twice a year. So whenever you clean your RV, wash it, I would do the roof. And the more you do it, the easier it becomes. You, know, you become an expert at it. And it's not that difficult. And like here in the Yuma area in Arizona, they have people that wash RVs for next to nothing. 40 bucks for an RV wash, you know. They might charge an extra 10 to to treat the roof have them do it you know if you're in an area like that or if you can afford to pay more do it but just make sure you do it treating the rubber roof will extend the life of it it's well worth the cost and your time is essentially free a lot of people do this run when they're on vacation they have some spare time or if they're winter visitors staying in you know the southern part of the u.s during the winter time time is on their hands so it's not a big deal to do but just do it and if you have any questions, Dicor's website is really awesome. They have Rudy's tips. He's kind of the, the corporate man who represents the company when it comes to the RV side. He has a, a booklet of tips. There's pretty good instructions about all their products, just without even getting into the detailed portion of it, just generic ones so you can have an overview real quickly. Great website. They have great products, and they stand behind their products. They have a great reputation. So check out the website. It's DicorProducts.com, and I'll have a link to it in this episode of the podcast as well. And um, in the previous episodes, we also have a link to Rudy's Tips. So you want to check that out, and I want to thank you again for listening to Radio Arizona RV. So we'll see you next time for episode number 19.